nerd is the new sexy. Since the dawn of time, nerds gather together to congregate and nerd out with different activities. Welcome to Nerds New Sexy, episode 21. We're going to be talking about all things nerdy. We're talking about cons, ren fairs, anime cons, all the all the stuff that brings the nerds out of their houses, out of the basements of their parents' house, and into sunlight. Real like world. Real world. <laughs> Hello, I'm Wildfire1, and with me today is... Gambit, as always. Uh, I'm filling in for uh, Sunrise, who couldn't be on today. Uh, he's got some life things going. Yeah, so. you know, as, as you guys have heard, he's he's moving, he, or he has moved already. So he's setting his shit yeah. up, so it's to be expected that he can't join us. Just That's a move, and a move is a thing, so he's yes. probably tired, and well, he's probably playing a better... So. Colorado to Nevada is a big move. So yeah, it's it's snow to desert. It's not it's the climate change. It's so. like it's like Arctic ice to hell. So yeah, yeah exactly. But so the, yeah, so this is this is this is our first one back in a while, right? It's been it's been a few weeks. Season two, we're starting season two with episode twenty one. So like yeah. you said, this is uh this this episode is going to be about you know a congregation of nerds everyone getting together doing comic cons ren fairs uh trek events <laughs> before you start oh, remember i wanted to i wanted to uh a review a video game that i downloaded on yes oh god this video game okay on so 3ds yes go ahead and get me into this one there again all right so um for those of you who don't know and keep up with the latest video games a game came out recently that a lot of nerds were really excited for it was final fantasy explorers for the 3ds um, it offered all your favorite Final Fantasy characters from, I believe, all the way back to what, like seven they started with? Maybe even, even one or two characters? I think it was characters. seven. I think it was seven. I haven't gotten as far so, as to unlock the magical being the character thing yet, but go on. So, so this game is a mashup of all the game characters together, and it was kind of promised to be something like a Dynasty Wars, a hack and slash, nothing like a Final Fantasy game. Which, it's kind of sad they, they even put the Final Fantasy name on it. To yeah. my, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, now, I will be 100% honest. I, uh, if you guys have listened to the podcast, I have a serious, shall we say, hatred for uh, Nintendo and all things Nintendo. So I did not touch the DS version. I will not touch the DS version. Um, is it on I anything have, else? Uh, no, I don't believe it is. I demoed it. Um, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the demo. Oh, so you it did felt, play it? Yeah, I played it because I mean I have to play the reviews for okay, you know okay. my job. Okay. Um, but I, I I demoed it. I did not like it. I think it my was, pain. Yeah, I think it was a hacking slash, and it just <laughs> didn't interest me. It, it didn't. When I think of like okay, in a game like that where it's like be your favorite character, I thought I was going to be able to pick my favorite character like Seth Roth, and then be Seth Roth fighting against all the other characters from the Final Fantasy universe, and that's not the way the game plays out. It plays out where you pick one all. character, and and then as you hack and slash, you get to use magic to be the next character. I, I don't. Let me give you a rundown. For first and foremost, I've got the game. I paid forty bucks for it. I bought it simply because I seen a bunch of old monsters in the game, and I like the idea that you can get summons and fight the sum- the old summons, and in and, and you could become these, you know. And I bought the game thinking it's going to be an awesome story. Which one? You're thinking you're going to get an awesome story? You, well, you with Final up. Fantasy, you usually do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, with the exception of a few a few exceptions. Now, with Final Fantasy, I'm expecting something good. Okay, this looks like it has potential. It's a good handheld video game. Final Fantasy. We haven't had a good one in a while. So I get it. And the basic premise is this. You're on an island for no reason. Fighting monsters 
for crystals so that you can do stuff for no reason. And you unlock these things and get further for no reason. There's no plot, no story. There's nothing to make you want to play it. It's Final Fantasy boring. It's boring. The game sucks. Oh, God. I was expecting magic. I got a dick in the ass. Whoa, that's not good. That is not that is not what you that's not what you want at all. I almost all. want to get my money back, but I paid for it online. The number one downfall of any gamer, you should never download a game. And this is for everybody, just not even this game. Never download a game unless you know you love it. Yeah. Because if you hate it, you can't sell you can't sell somebody a downloaded copy. Let me put it this way. I'm glad I got it. Just to play out of boredom or if I'm on the shitter, because that's probably the best place to play it when you're taking a shit. Uh but uh, it is a big pile of shit, so it yes. kind of goes together. It know? makes you want to shit, so there you go. Mind you, I'm giving this this stat on Nerd Boners mm-hmm. on Fantasy Explorers based on my only 30 minutes of demo play. And the fact that the demo couldn't capture my attention, I don't even give it a Nerd Boner. It, it gets a floppy cock. It gets a floppy <laughs> cock. It gets, it gets a floppy nerd cock. It gets a floppy nerd cock. That's the way I feel about it. Oh, I feel your pain, and because I paid for it, I give it an inverted nerd boner. Ooh. I'm fucking myself. <laughs> so, so there you have it. Uh, Final Fantasy Explorers from two nerds. Uh, try it. Uh, comment. Let us know what you guys think about it. But um, so far, you're not getting... You're, there's not even a chub going. It's it's flat out bad. The, the characterization's horrible. There's nothing really that shines about... Other than the graphics, you can kind of make your own character a little bit. But other than that, it's stupid. You get to choose what class you are, and you can unlock classes. But really, come on, dude. Come on. You know, Square Enix, you fucked up. Yeah. But, okay, we'll move on to the second game review I wanted to do. I recently got, uh, oh, was it Legend of the New Legend of Zelda? Hyrule Warriors. Thank you. This one is flat out up and down, for those that don't know. Dynasty Warriors. It was modeled after Dynasty Wars. It was set like Dynasty Wars. And this is actually exactly what I'm talking about. Hyrule Warriors was set up to where you pick your character. And then it's a hack and slash kind of fun. Well, you get to uh, unlock the characters too as you go. And that makes it the playability that much more fun. And on top of that. On top of on top of that, Hyrule Warrior Legends is what it's called. <laughs> and on top of all of that, this is the best part about it. As you're unlocking these guys, you're going through storylines like Ocarina of Time. You're going through Skyward Sword. You're going through. Uh, I like that. Oh, you get to go. It's like you. It one of the. I won't give away in the story, but there's like three different. At, well, at the point I'm at right now, there's three different portals that open up, and they, they our heroes are going through these portals, and they're going through like. Like Twilight Princess, man. I got to meet Midna. You know, I unlocked her so you could fight with her. See, that's what I'm saying. But that's why I love this game. There's so many characters. There's, There's so many characters to pick, fam. And they're all. If you're a big fan of Zelda, I say get it just for that. If not, if you want some story, there's some story in this. This has everything that Final Fantasy Explorers doesn't have. Right. Right. This is this one was a good one for me. I, again, I demoed it. I played it a lot of my friend's house. I unfortunately don't own a Wii U, so for me it's impossible to actually really get into it because I don't have a, a Wii U or a 3DS. Um, but I did play it. I played it at my friend's house a lot, and I actually really enjoyed it. I give it a six to seven nerd boner. That's a that's a fair that's fair. I mean, on top of everything, you can change weapons. You pick up different weapons. Link could not only use a sword. He can use uh, from like a fire rod, and each one has like I think up to four weapons that they can find and <clears throat> and use, and each one has its like own like set of moves, and you can unlock a bunch of stuff for each character. Uh, because of how the game is set up, and I've never played Dynasty Warriors. I heard it. Oh, good game. game. I heard. Yeah, it's good game. 
but I've never played it. I realize it's based off that. I'm giving it a solid 8 out of 10 nerd boners. Nice. It deserves it. I'm very proud of, of how of how they did things. They've kind of, like I said, they added a bunch of characters from the games. I've never heard of Linkle, uh, probably because I haven't played some of the newer games for, for Zelda. Uh, you know, some of the some of the characters I haven't seen, but they incorporate it. And if you haven't played it, they kind of give you a story. There's even some lore. You know, there, there's a there's music and stuff that you can listen through as you unlock it. The game is just good. They did it right. So a uh, small golf clap for Nintendo on that one. For me, let's start with uh, the, the good stuff, the, the really meat of what a nerd is, and that is <clears throat> the cons. So we're talking anime cons, comic cons, game cons uh, of any kind, whether it be Denver, WizardCon, you know, whatever state you're in, uh, there's a million of them. I, I, I do keep keep up on them. Um, they're, they're awesome. They're amazing. I truly love them. With that being said, they are not what they used to be. So my first con ever was in um, a town called Fresno, California. Uh, not the biggest town in the world. Probably not uh, the biggest con ever either. And not the biggest con, but there was something magical about it because you walked into the room and there was indie comics, writers, inkers, uh, uh, you know, artists. Well, they you know were- when something feels underground, right? Yeah, yeah, and there was a, and I used to tell people all this, and maybe, I, and people thought I was weird. Maybe some of the older school, you know, Comic Con goers will, uh, and and con goers will know what I'm talking about. But there was a smell to it. Unwashed masses. Uh, 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 unwashed masses, exactly. <laughs> the nicest way to put it. And virgin, um, virgin, just virgin butt. That's that's what that's what it was. Virgin um, ass everywhere. But it was something magical because at that point in my life, I was 14 years old. I had a monster collection of comic books. Um, when I was a real little kid, I collected. Remember the trading cards for comic books? Oh yeah, that were short lived. I had so many of those. I would pump quarters after quarter after quarter into that. You remember that old school machine? You put two quarters in, you slide it out, and then you slide out the like the wood. Yeah. Anyways, I would put so much money into those things. So I took my, I took those. I took my comic books. I met, I met guys I've never even heard of. I mean, because really, when I read a comic book as a kid, I didn't give a shit who the artist was or the writer or the inker or any of those magical things that make a nerd what a nerd is at, at, when you get to the hardcore levels. I just liked it for the storyline. So here I, I came into this world where I have all these people who, who feel exactly the same way, who got this really kind of special attachment to to the characters in these books and it was a it was a it was an awesome event and i felt accepted it's like you're going back to the hive you know you're like oh this is home yeah this is home this is where this is where i should be this is this is what i should be doing there was uh food and vendors and there were people playing magic and and they were playing people playing D and they had like an arts and crafts section where you could do like you could buy collectibles and paint them yourself mm-hmm. i mean it was a it was a it was a thumping good time but it was small mm-hmm. And yeah. it was it yeah. was it was small and it was a tight knit group of people. And even as a kid I've always heard about the legendary the legendary con, San Diego Comic Con. Oh yeah. The big one, the big daddy. Um now granted I I didn't have the means as a kid to go to it. Not not that I was like a poor kid, but just I don't I, have the means as an adult to go to it, man. <laughs> and I live closer than I, you do. I didn't go to my first San Diego Comic Con until I was 20, 20 years old. Yeah, so back when I was 20 years old, what year was this? 2003? Sounds about right. 
Nerd, nerdism so, was uh, still kind of like blossoming into it. I take it back. I take it back. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay. So not a whole lot of comic book movies out yet. Still kind of blossoming into what it is. Um, so I got a, a great. Uh, my biggest thing, what really made me fall in love with San Diego Comic Con, it was the first place where we were we were talking about Buffy, and I was like, yeah, yeah, like I. Don't, <laughs> I, I because I was a big Buffy fan, uh, you know, it was it was so I was like, wow, it's more than just comic books, and I liked it. And at the same time, I was like, ooh, but it's not all about the comic books. And through the years, I've noticing that all the cons are starting to be more about movies, TV shows, money, 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 money. And I hate to well, say yeah. that because I, you know, it really now they're just so big and they're just so. Well, let's look at let's look at big industries, and I hate to put it this way. Um, Let's look at big industries, man. They leech on to whatever is, you know, trending. And what's trending right now? Oh, nerd. nerd. Nerd is trending. Nerd is trending. Nerd is the king of the world. We are the new sexy. That's why you see all these sexy-ass chicks dressed as bitches. They don't even know who the hell they are. Who are you? What, what's your name? I'm Sukara. Oh, get out of my face. And I don't want to go too negative with this podcast. I really don't because I love the cons. I, I, I truly love the comic any yeah. comic book con i've been to now i can proudly say that on my nerd passport i have under my belt i have san diego comic-con the big daddy been there four times uh full weekend passes each time but the last time i went was back in 2011 so it's been a, a few bad. years but i haven't I, I haven't lived in california for uh, uh, quite a while um i've been to denver's comic-con uh twice That's um i'm gonna get it I'm going again this year, so this will be my third year. I've been to Emerald City Comic Con, which is in Seattle, um, and I've also been to um, uh, the Fresno one, which mm-hmm. is a, a very, again, very small one. Comic Con was amazing because when I went to my first one, especially my first one, when I went to San, San Diego Comic Con, 20 years old, I was like, all right, I, I got to meet Stan Lee. I mean, I, I this has got to this has got to be this has got to be my year. And I waited in line. I get up there. I hand him my uh, issue, um, Enter the Mutant, called Gambit, which obviously my handle's Gambit. I mean, if you guys don't know that I'm obsessed with him, you know, you're not picking up on the subtleties he here. Has, he has a naked um, sex doll of Gambit in his closet. <laughs> like, no, like, I have a naked the, sex doll of Rogue. Stick, I love Rogue. The stick is actually yeah. a dildo. And yeah. <laughs> No, I tell people all the time, if you are a, if you are a girl and you cosplay rogue, instantly fall in love. It's well, just a thing. I hate to say it's the same thing with me and Harley Quinn, but not so much these days because everyone is fucking Harley Quinn. So I walk up, right? Here's Stan Lee, right? The man. And of course he calls me true believer, which I was like, oh, I am a true believer, right? I love this world. <laughs> he called me what? <laughs> so I will follow I you to-, to the depths of hell, Stanley. You just tell me where to go, buddy. <laughs> so I go, I, I, I go, I, I get to shake his hand. He signs my issue, which is I will I will gladly put it up on uh, my Facebook. We'll tag it through so we can so all the nerds listening out there can see it and nerd out and be like, oh, jealous. Um, and it was great. It was just, it was it was about a, it was maybe two and a half, three minutes of meeting them. That was it. A handshake, uh, you know, obviously asked me about it. And I put down my book and I said, you know, this is my favorite. Thank you for writing X-Men. This is my favorite character. Um, I know this book wasn't really yours. You're not the artist or the graphic, but you've got to sign it. He's like, no, not a problem. He pulls out of the sleeve, signs it up. And that's what Comic-Con is to me. That's what Comic-Con always will be to me. It's getting to yeah. me, getting to meet the icons. So am I mad that it's getting big and commercialized? No, because yes and no. At, yes and no. 
Yes. Well, here's why I say here's why I say not really because I really really love Denver's Comic Con. I went last year. I got to meet um, I got to meet Jordy LaForge uh, for oh, the first time. What's his name? Uh... R. Burton. Amazing actor, and then what's really funny is I just just to be a smartass because he knew he knew I was a Star Trek fan. I mean, he he has to know. But when I walked up to him, I was, I, I put on my hand to shake his hand. I was like, "Thank you for reading Rainbow." <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like, he's probably like, like okay. You said dressed as a rainbow and came like in a book. No. Well, no, the, the best part was he was like, he kind of looked at me. He was like, really? And uh, he said that. He's like, really? And I was like, hey, man, I, I'm not I'm not joking about my reading Rainbow. I'll sing the theme song to you right now. And he goes, that's not necessary. Because I think he, he, he could see that I was serious. Yeah. I really enjoyed reading Rainbow as well. But um, So I got to meet him. Then I also got to meet one of my other heroes as a kid. Uh, I got to meet uh, JDF, also known as Jason David Frank. For those of you who don't know who that oh, is, yeah. that is Green Ranger. The Green Ranger on Power Rangers. One of the most geeked out moments that I had. Uh, he was like, he, he was like, you look familiar. Are you? I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 20 year martial artist. Uh, you know, I, you know, I've been. He's like, I think a couple of my guys from Sun Valley have competed against you. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I will no, I don't, follow you to the depths of hell, JDF. Just <laughs> show me where to go. <laughs> like, I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was being nice because he's he, look. Jason David Frank is one of the nicest men you'll ever meet. If you have not followed him on Facebook, follow him on Facebook. Follow he's on Facebook. he 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 loves his fans. He loves his followers. He he truly gives back to the community. He he is uh, he is a, he is definitely a role model. And I don't know if he was just being nice. Or, being. He he is a damn good human being. And I don't know if he was being nice or if he was. You know, he honestly remembered me, or maybe just uh, some of his students were talking. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was just being nice, but it was just one of those things where I was like, "Wow, this guy was super freaking cool." Um, and that, and again, that's why I love the cons because when the cons get bigger, you get to have these people. Now, I'm not saying Jason David Frank. No offense to the man, I love him to death, but he's not the biggest star in the world. You know what no. I'm saying? Yo, he's got a he's got a huge following. He's yes, got a he huge does. fan base following. Um, but it's not just Jason David Frank. This last Denver Comic Con, mind you, this is only Denver Comic Con. They brought Christopher Lloyd. Yep. And I know we did a we did a podcast about Back to the Future. Yep. They brought uh they brought Nor uh I always say his name wrong and I'm gonna butcher it and some nerd girl's gonna stab me. Norman Reedus, <laughs> uh, from The Walking Dead. You know who I'm talking about? He plays Daryl. Yeah. Um, I I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I I don't. I'm gonna get stabbed by some nerd girl. Yeah, you know, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be walking down the like a like a, a dark alley like a fucking Batman. <laughs> And, just, and, and fucking out of nowhere, you're just going to see boobies and a knife. <laughs> Which is not a bad way to go. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I get to see some boobies on my way out, that's that's awesome. But <laughs> as, cons, as, as the cons of getting bigger, we're, we're seeing more celebrities come in, bigger celebrities. Uh, they premiere in movies. Uh, they premiere in movies and TV shows. It's And that's my love for it, getting bigger. That's all my love stories. I mean, I got tons more. I don't want to take up the entire hour just of celebrities that I've met and geeked out with, you know. Well, that's but, the beauty uh, of Comic-Con is that you get to do that. Unfortunately, you know, uh, I have never been to one. I've broke no money. All of our fans out there, if if you could help Wild Out get to a Comic Con, you could bust his cherry. I'm gonna be like, go fund me, go fund me Comic Con, <laughs> go fund me Comic Con. So um, I'll dress, yeah, it, I'll and, dress up as whatever you want me to. It's cool. I'll be a fucking fat Sailor Moon. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
Oh my god. Uh, so yes. So here you got this 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 wonderful idea of what Comic Con is. Um, now I will say this, uh, you know, the negative side of it. Now when I go to a Comic Con though, it's like you said, it's commercialized, it's bigger. Even the Denver one is was huge. It was it was a line out the door to get into. People were going, and I don't want to be that judgmental guy, but I am. I'm a nerd, so my nerd level's over over nine thousand. You know, uh, you see these guys, you're like, you don't fucking know anything. You don't know anything about. You're not really here to, because you're a nerd. You're here because you want to be a nerd. Once again, you're yeah, you're on the the bandwagon. bandwagon. Yeah. Exactly. And so like and, – and then it's because and with the popularity comes the growth, and with the growth comes more people. And then I have I have problems with big crowds, and I shouldn't have to like wait. Like look, when I met Stan Lee back when, in, in 2004, I had to wait four hours, and that was worth it. Yeah. You know, it was, that was totally worth it. It was a four-hour wait to meet him, and it was totally, totally, totally worth it. But I shouldn't have to wait you know, three and a half hours to meet an inker who did a Batman comic back in the eighties, you know, it's like, that's just fucking ridiculous. It's, it's flooding the marketplace. And then there's with that comes all these people hawking merchandise that I I walked up to a booth and I'm not going to say what booth it is because I don't want to, I don't want to be that negative nerd, but I walked up to a booth and there was a toy that I know damn well is only worth, 1999 yeah you know after tax you know whatever your tax and state that you live in this guy and it was and it was a it was a good collectible it was a ninja turtle it was it was a good collectible okay um uh but he was charging 150 dollars and i was like you you're out here you you're out your goddamn mind you think i'm gonna fucking pay you 150 dollars for a fucking ninja turtle if you got the old school ninja turtles that all have the same color bandana because if you remember they all had the same color bandana yeah. when they first came out <clears throat> if you had one of those okay fine yeah 150 dollars i could see that but you're selling a Raphael that has nothing about it. it's not like a collectible it's not signed by anybody I, no you, you're you're not getting hundred dollars you're an idiot for wanting a hundred dollars for that Exactly. It, it's it's also nerds come out who make T-shirts. You know, guys who make T-shirts and they make funny stuff like you know, um, you know, D and D shirts and 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 Futurama and whatever yeah. whatever nerd products you want. Shirts that would normally go for maybe twenty thirty dollars, fifty sixty bucks. Yeah. But, but the pr- thing is, but you could say I bought it at Comic Con, or you can buy it here and have your your favorite artist sign it. It's like you want me to pay triple what this shirt costs to get it signed by somebody when I can just have them sign the shirt that I'm wearing. Yep. Eat a dick. Well, that's the thing is everyone's yeah. trying to make a profit, even the people who have nothing to make a profit on. Exactly. You know, everyone and, then, some, and they're making a profit off like, you know, like I said, it all comes down to what's what's trending. Nerds are trending, and so they're gonna try and sell you everything. They're gonna they'll send you they'll sell you a tin can and say it's a robot. Exactly, and then and then the biggest problem, um, which oh, God dang, I just I just don't like bad mouthing my nerd community is is and I've talked I've talked about this in other podcasts is the the cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love cosplayers. Please, 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 please do it. Please do it. Um, please put time and effort into it. Please, uh, you know, Keep show the your trend love. Going this one keep the trend going is what i'm saying but the problem is is don't go to a comic con or an anime con or any of these other cons just to get your t- picture taken you attention seeking whore and when i say attention seeking whore i mean that both ways for both male and female yes you know these these nerd guys who don't even get anybody to look at them then dress up as mm. spider-man or batman or whoever uh and then they have girls hanging all over them to take pictures but they're and it's just like dude you're holding up like you're blocking the fucking the traffic you know yeah. like 
and hot girls just wanting to get their modeling career off the ground. It's yeah. like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. And the sad part is, is everybody wants to be the next Yaya Han. You know, if you don't know who Yaya Han is, Yaya Han is the – she is the it girl in cosplay. Uh, this girl, I would never – Never, 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 never call this girl a fake game, uh, geek girl. She is a geek girl. She is a comic book fan, and she's very, very sexy. So her fame is very warranted and very given. She even had a short-lived TV show called Heroes of Cosplay. I remember um, that. So she she deserves it because she's been in the con world for a very long time. Now, she she does like doing cosplay, and she loves taking pictures, and she loves doing judging and stuff like that. But understand this, people. She's not – she didn't intend this to be a career. It's just something she fell into. And then what she's really making a career off of now is selling the items. So she'll make the costumes and then sell you the pieces to help you make a better cosplay. So she's helping the community. And she's doing it the right way though. But she's not just going to the con to get her picture taken to boost her self-esteem or get her modeling career off of it because that's never what it was for her. It was all about the love of cosplay. It's always been about the love of cosplay to her and elevating it to the next level. I can't say enough good things about her. Oh, she she did a Chun she did a Chun Li cosplay that that you can that's spank bank worthy man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but there's also the anime cons that are getting bigger now too. Well, the anime it, cons it are like big it, since anime took off. Well, that that we'll see. I disagree with that because back when we were teenagers, we had um we had a wonderful program. Rest in peace, old school Adult Swim. Oh yeah. Tsunami. Old school well, it's, back, but... it, it's not what it was though. No, it's you know, it used to be what it was. And back in those days, like the heyday for me, the heyday of of Tsunami was literally a block lineup of Cowboy Bebop, yep. Dragon Ball Z, um, Ghost in the Shell, Hack Dot Slash, and there was uh, one more. What what else did they do? Yeah, they um, have a Tenchi on there too, Asha. I think. Inuyasha. Yeah. Oh, you know Inuyasha. But back in back when we were teenagers, me and you in the early '90s, anime wasn't that big. Anime um, was actually looked down upon. I remember being in high school, and I told this story before. Yeah. Talking with Sunrise, and we were talking about a certain anime, and people would walk up to us and go, "Oh, is that the Japan Japan animation stuff?" Because it was what it's called, Japan animation or Japanime. It would now it's just straight anime. I remember when people used to call that all the time, Japanime. Japanimation, Japanime, yeah. So it's it 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 kind of it kind of like moved its way up the fucking totem pole, but it no one really cared for it. I mean, I I, I think I was introduced to anime through Voltron back in the day. My first anime, um, fun fact, fun fun gambit fact was uh, a a movie that a lot of people see. It was called Wicked City. Hmm. Um, yeah, go look it up. It's an '80s movie. It's right up there with uh, people. A lot of people from the '80s know the big movies: uh, Ghost in the Shell, yeah, uh, Akira, uh, Akira, yep, Akira. But this one was was good because my brother actually, me, and my brother watched it on HBO at like twelve o'clock at night because it is, it was, it was what anime is. You That's know, it's graphic. Yeah. They put it on. It's, they put it on at late night, so because it was graphic and a lot of it was pornographic. Exactly. So I was like, and my brother looks at me and he goes, "What'd you think?" And I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, this was, this is this 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 was not Ninja Turtles. This was not." <laughs> I'm jerking off you know. in color tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. And 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 then I got into uh, another uh, minor one, which was known as the Giver, not oh, MacGyver. The, the Giver. Great, great series. The movies were hilarious. The actual live-action movies were... Oh, the movies were so campy and wonderful. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, so um, so anime wasn't a big thing. And then and then finally I got into Dragon Ball Z. And um, 
I've, I've said the quote many times. I've said it tonight. I say it, I think, every podcast I come on to. My nerd level is over 9,000, which is a reference to Dragon Ball Z. I mm-hmm. uh, have so many Dragon Ball Z collectibles. I even have a rash guard uh, that I'll have to, again, take a picture of me in one day. When I train martial arts, I wear a rash guard that is uh, the Saiyan armor. I love me some Dragon Ball Z. But again, not a big thing. So my first couple anime cons were super small. I remember my first anime con was 20 people. That sounds about they- right. There was 20 of us that showed up to this. <clears throat> and now AnimeCon is – it's so big, and I feel like the downside to AnimeCons now is that people who don't go to AnimeCons – anime fans, and again, sorry for all the nerds mm-hmm. out there, are some of the most toxic community out there. If you don't watch their anime, then you ain't shit. Yep. It's it's really and, bad. And you got to understand something. In, in, in Japan – anime <clears throat> it's it's cheap and easy way for, for to make stories it's cheaper for that for there are well it, it's been, funny you mentioned japan and most animes that are big in the united states don't make it in japan no they really don't they really really don't and and, that, and that's why that's my point though is is again japanese animation is it's it's like for for japan it's like our network tv shows there are yeah. so many that do one season and it gets canceled you know yeah. it's there are so many of them so don't sit there and tell me that because i never watched fucking naruto or you know fucking the avatar last airbender that i don't i don't know anime no bitch i've watched more anime than i can possibly fucking remember um i have tons of favorites i just don't watch your anime you know um and now the anime cons again they're so big people want to cosplay their character they want to get their picture taken they want to show off and you know and it's not what it used to be i i enjoyed the smallness of it that's what i miss so overall taking on it you know my big thing about cons is i love them i love the fact they're bringing out big stars i just don't like uh i I miss the nuances of the small with the little stuff kind of what i that's kind of what i said you know in the past like where being nerdy was kind of like you know is when it was smaller it was more like your thing now it's like everyone's thing and it's not as magical it doesn't feel that way at least and it's um and don't and, and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with everybody being into this because god no. i i said it so many i said it so many times when i went to small anime conventions or comic cons where i was like man i wish i wish more people would love this i wish i wish there were more people that i could geek out and that was the idea behind cons well this is and where behind we went from being, you know, nerds in, in, in anime and everything we love went from being like like ridiculed because you love it to even if you didn't love it, now you love it anyway. Exactly. And, you know, I, I want everybody to love it. I do. I, I've said it many times. I want everybody to love it. I want it to get bigger. I do. I really do. I just want it to get bigger in the right way, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, it might be the most popular belief. It, it's just there is something that's missing that nowadays because it's it's everybody's thing. Mm-hmm. Now that it's everybody's thing, it doesn't feel like my thing, and that's that's a very greedy way to look at it. it and I, and well, I that's understand how I that feel and I, too. And it, it is a very greedy way to look at it. But it, part of me, part of me is grumpy because of it, like a little pissed off at it. But another part of me is very like happy because you know it's it's nice to be able to share this with the people who truly are you know lovers of 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 nerddom. Yeah, you know, one of the biggest disappointments, and this kind of goes in with the bigness of it, one of my favorite shows out there, I think a lot of our listeners would agree, is The Big Bang Theory. Yes. I I love me I love me some Big Bang Theory. Good old children. Um, 
Good old, and that's my point. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, Sheldon Cooper, fantastic. The apex of nerd. Everything that you think a nerd is, and and and, and it, it, very intelligent, very nerdy. Loves his video games, anime, comic books, all that stuff. Gets super excited over it, like a little kid, and he's a grown man. Uh, the guy, oh, the actor that plays him, no idea what he's talking about. Ninety percent of the time. <laughs> He, he said it at Comic Con. He said it at cons, and it's just like, dude, don't, don't, don't tell me that. Don't, don't ruin. I know you're a person. I get it. You're an actor. I get it. But don't fuck. ruin the fantasy, please. And, and that's what I feel. And that is a perfect example of ha- what I feel is happening with the cons nowadays. Mm-hmm. The cons nowadays are people who act like they know it and don't really know it. Um, that's not everybody. That is not everybody by, by no means, no stretch of the imagination. And I damn sure know our listeners out there, all you guys who, uh, listen to our, our sexy, smooth voices, uh, <laughs> are, are straight up nerds. Uh, well, you know, you guys are the good ones, you know, you know, one of the big questions I have for anyone who dresses as Harley Quinn is what's her real name. Oh yeah. If you can't, and you know what, um, you know what, I'll, I'll say it. No, you know what? Put it in the comments. If you know, put it in the comments. If you know Harley Quinn's real name, please put it in the comments. Yeah, and, and bonus question. So so that's, yeah, wild question. What's Harley Quinn's real name? My bonus question, what was her job before she became Harley Quinn? That's, yeah, and that, of course, would be the second question I ask. And if they can't answer either one of them, my, my response would be, <laughs> you don't deserve to dress as Harley Quinn. You're not Harley Exa- Quinn. Imposter. Imposter. <laughs> Imposter. Imposter. Oh, you know what? You know what? You're a phony! Liar! <laughs> Liar! <laughs> so, um, so that's the cons. And now, the the one, the reason why I convinced Wild to talk about this tonight, because I did, I had a great argument. I know you know where I'm going with this, uh, Wild, is uh, Ren Fairs. Ren Fairs. Ren Fairs. For that those, I have gone to. Those of you who don't know what a Ren Fair is, it's a Renaissance festival. It is a travel back in time to a era where disease and <laughs> and terrible things were Rape happening. Rape and pestilence and horrible people <laughs> and stinky vaginas everywhere. Unshaven legs. Yes. It was a thing. So what I gotta ask because I've been I've been ranting a lot on this one because I, I gotta start with you. Wild, what was your first Ren Fair experience? Honestly, it was with, uh, I want to say I was in high school. It was, I was a s- freshman. And myself, Sunrise, I think your brother, and a few other people decided to go to the Ren Fair just to go. We didn't dress up. We didn't do nothing special. We just wanted to go experience the, uh, the time travely goodness of the Ren Fair. So we went there, enjoyed it, uh, gog, uh, oogled at the swords, you know, drooled at them. Your brother especially drooled at the swords, because <laughs> it's your brother. But uh, yeah, it's my brother. It's your brother. It's shiny. It's sharp. He can kill himself with it, or or some, possibly <laughs> someone else. And if Ryan, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. But Jesus Christ, you could swing that thing and not know what the fuck you're doing and still kill your enemy because you're that fucking lucky. For those of you, I, I got to give a little background on that. So my brother, my brother Ryan, and I really hope he listens to this episode. I will definitely tag him on Facebook. My brother Ryan has always been lucky. just stupid and stupid, stupid lucky, <laughs> stupid lucky. Yes. But um, he, he was always talented as a martial artist like myself. Um, but my brother Ryan love to collect swords matter of fact i remember that first one that you're talking about because my brother came home that day with a hand and a half roman sword 
mm-hmm. uh, that we then stabbed the walls of my room <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> well, actually, I think you're talking about the one he brought from Turd Boy. Was that from Turd Boy? Yeah, it was the Conan sword. It was the hand and a half uh, Conan sword. Yeah. So good. So yeah. So and that's and that's what Ren Fairs are. They they're a trip back in time. And, and I feel like um, Ren Fairs are for those who go to them, in a sense, cosplay in themselves. Yes and no. It's because you can't really cosplay uh, someone that's not a character. Right. You know, it's more. But, but, it's more. It's more. Uh, just. It's more like I, like I think you made a good point earlier. It's more like. Uh, like a civil war reenactment or something or you know something kind of like that they're dressing and acting as they did in the time there's nothing better as in a full-grown male at this point and being a non-pussy sensitive male i hate you pussy pc people there's nothing better than being at the red fair drinking a giant horn of ale and saying winch bring me another ale it's there's something well the best part about that is the low-cut dress you know with boobies oh, cors- everywhere. Corsets to corsets. And the meat and the food is, is just delicious. Everything's oh, so- good. It tastes every you know, it, it's delicious. Everything's good. Expensive as shit. But you know what? It's worth it. You know, and you don't piss the queen off because you'll end up in the shackles and the it, oh, and they get water poured all over you. Yes, and, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. It's one it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, and that's see my exposure was to from my mom. Uh, again, I hope my mom's listening to this podcast. Um, me and my brother wore kilts uh, a lot, Which, a lot. Uh, I've pleaded. Oh yeah, you gotta love, you gotta love them fucking Scottish man. <laughs> yeah, there's something, there's something great about just wearing just a kilt. The Scottish and the English, oh, button heads all the time. There's fucking, you get to a good air, a good Ren fair, and you just see the fucking hatred in their eyes when they look at each other. You know that there's gonna, there's just, you can cut the fucking tension with a knife, dude. You're just expecting a war to break out right there, and you're just fucking excited. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And that's, and that's the idea. Is, and, you know, it's also just a, a good day out in the park, you know, because they're usually outdoors. You get the occasional gypsy woman, even though I call her gypsy because I can't think of a proper word for it. That like that like does like tricks with a crystal ball, like a fushigi ball before it was a fushigi. That was one of the things I used to love oh, to watch. I used to love to watch the belly dancers. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, like yeah, so me I, I went to the same Ren Fair, um, and you know what was really fun too is uh, drum circles at the oh, Ren yeah. Fairs. Oh yeah. You got to Dude, experience just, a little bit more because I think your family was uh, a part of kind of like a guild or something, weren't weren't they? Yeah, we, me and my brother. Um, yeah, my mom had my mom had connections at the Ren Fair. Lots of friends. Uh, my brother uh, actually hooked up with uh, a family who worked the Ren Fair. So my brother worked a lot of the Ren Fairs. I've worked a lot of the Ren Fairs. I used to juggle fire. I did magic tricks. And this year, I'm actually going to Denver's Ren Fair. So if any of our listeners are from Denver, uh, you might see me. I'm going to be in full Viking garb this year. So if you Quite see him, he's going to like kidnap you and take you to his ship, and I don't know, sell this ocean blue and sacrifice you to his god. Heathen. Well, I will. I will sacrifice the guys to my gods, and I will fuck the women. That's 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 true Viking. The so ladies behavior. prepare for a fucking. <laughs> a fucking. So fuck- there's a girl. A fucking. So if there's any women out there, listeners, and you need a good Viking fucking, you you <laughs> you just hit me up. <laughs> but here's the problem with Ren Fairs, and this is this was the argument that got wild 
on to this. Yeah. Ren fairs used to be <clears throat> very time specific. Now, when you go to whatever said Ren fair you go to, they usually like to put up what century they're in, the 16th century, 17th century, 15th century, 14th century, whatever. Um, the reality is, is that it is a, like we said, it's a time traveling back to a certain point in time. So really you have four major ethnic groups and time periods. You have English, Scottish, Irish, and, uh, Norse. So Sweden, Scandinavian Vikings, basically. Um, those are the eras. What it's become now is... This convoluted, I'm going to go as anything I want. It's become Dungeons and Dragons now. I, like, oh, you, you got to tell them your story. You got to tell them why you stopped going. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Dungeons and Dragons, but I am also a Renfair buff. Not quite. A, I've, I haven't got as, gone as far into it as, uh, as uh, uh, Gambit and his brother and mom did, but I would have loved to. Now, one year at the small Ren Fair we have here. And then let me get, now let me get this straighten this out too. Not all Ren Fairs will allow people just to dress willy nilly. Yes. They have rules. You can go, you, you have to dress to their standards or you, you know, you got to pay to go in too. You got to dress their standards or you don't get to go in or you don't get to really interact rather. And some people, some, some fairs do two things. One, if you're not dressed time, time, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, periodic uh correct i don't know periodically correct (laughs) they will they will uh ask you not to partake in any events you can walk around but you're not going to be allowed to activate and then some reward you in the fact that if you go in the proper time period you get a discount on your entry yep well that and that and you know of course you also get the if you're you know dressed as a regular person with a cell phone you're gonna get a lot of fucking weird comments your way and if right and if you're you know you know, if you're there to have fun, that's great. You know, you, you're going to laugh at the comments. But if you're there and, and you really don't care about being there, then you probably shouldn't be there to begin with. You're exactly. Ruining the, you're, ruining the, you're ruining the feng shui of the fucking event, dude. But you're gonna get you're gonna get fun things, and then when you're like, "Hey, man, drop the act." For these people, this is this is their passion. This it's is their. Not a, it's it. There's no out of character for them while they're in in exactly, and that's not just a uniform. That's that's they're working they're doing their thing don't no drop the act what what you know what magic do you want me to, to take this what, what are you talking about uh, what what's this sorcery you know then someone goes hey drop the act take a photo that's a dick move on your behalf what and all? if you think and if you think they're the dick because they're reacting that way you got to remember where are you at right you're you're in the center the apex of nerds who love this shit so yeah. i mean now let's be let's uh, let's let's be a little clear um uh but just <laughs> stay with me on this one it's okay when I said, you know, English, Irish, da, da, da. it's okay if you are Asian or black or any other um, minority go to these things. things. So don't feel like you can't go and they're going to make fun of you like, why is there a black man here? No, it's, it's, it's not what it's about. It's about enjoying the experience. Yeah, um, they're not looking at your I, color. They're looking at you as a character. As a character, exactly, exactly. So if you go in garb or and you, and you, or if you don't go in garb, the people that do go in garb are going to treat you like they're in garb. When I go in, whatever I go into as, I am that guy. Yep. I I am like this year I'm going to like I said I'm going as a full no, I'm going as full viking outfit. I'm going as a full viking raider. So if you dress as an Englishman to me, I'm going to fucking either not talk to you or be a little rude to you yeah. and it's nothing personal it's just i'm in 
that he's in character. Oh, you know he's in character i'm in character yeah like the first time the, okay great example of this i was a i was i was a irish uh peasant that was my cause that was my that was my outfit that day um and they were they were walking through the town square uh the king and queen god save the queen they're doing that whole thing yeah and and i was like i was like oi oi fuck the queen you know <laughs> like <laughs> i'm I, i'm irish you know and i said that and they were like and they they come up they're like what did you say and they had this whole they, and i was like i was like you can take a shite for all I care. I don't give a flying fuck about you or that queen. And they're like, we're going to put this guy in shackles. And I was like, oh, I'm going in shackles now. And my mom had a big kick out of it. They put me in shackles. They pour water on my head. for, And I got this cool little piece of paper that said disrespecting of the queen. You know, yeah. um, That's a thing. My friends who came with me were like, dude, dude, what's going on? Like, They're they, they like, what's going on? I was like, dude, just go with it. It's cool. This is, this is part of the magic. This is yeah. part of the fun. You're, um, this is what you're the, doing. You're role playing. It's like LARP, but it's 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 like chronologically correct. I was gonna say, well, it gets me to what I what what you wanted me to say to begin with. Uh, my issue, my issue, story. my story. story. What made me not? <laughs> why the re the whole reason I don't go to the Ren Fair in this this area anymore? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> 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 ooh. I love I love Renaissance in high school. I was in charge of the Renaissance fair. I did a lot of fucking, a lot of fucking work on it. It was great. I and I was proud of myself. Did I? I can I, I can never do the English accent. I can only do the Irish accent. Well, I I can't do English. Uh, uh, Sunrise can do English much better than I could. I can kind of do it accidentally, but then it turns to like Australian out of nowhere. <laughs> so I'm walking around and I'm not dressed up. I'm just there enjoying myself like I have I have in the past. <clears throat> anyway, as I'm walking along, I hear about I, I see this guy and he looks like he's in a Halloween costume. Kind of like a nighty slash I don't know, like a battle mage kind of thing. And I'm I'm walking around and I see this guy and he's talking to two other dudes that look just as ridiculous as he does. And he's talking about, yeah man, I I, I went through the, the mines of Gorath and I killed a a level 12 demon and i'm like i look i stop and i know he sees me looking at him i'm giving him like dagger eyes like you're the biggest fucking retard i've seen in my life where's the short bus that right there you know that's pretty much what killed it for me the these these dungeons and dragons people which don't get me wrong i love dnd i love larp renaissance the the ren fair is no place for this people it's chronologically correct or at least trying to be and your presence there talking about killing demons and dragons and succubi and fucking your mom dressed as a monkey it just doesn't work it fucks the vibe up and it fucks my vibe up i'm there trying to feed back in that time and enjoy my fucking self and your ass is talking about demons and shit fuck you get your ass back to fucking supernatural and shut your face before i put a dick in there i feel better <laughs> oh my god oh my god that's so great no and that's i i i 100 completely uh, agree i cannot stand the fantasy aspect look guys this is not a fantasy thing this is a this is a time realistic event you would not you would not go to a renaissance or a, a civil war reenactment this is what dressed he said. as a this is what he said <laughs> that made me fucking go ape shit earlier i'm like we're doing this we're doing this. so go ahead I'm sorry. you would no it's okay it's all right it's, it's all good you would not go to a civil war reenactment dressed as a fucking world war ii soldier they would you kill would not your go ass. 
They would. They would. Oh, oh you got me all uppity and shit. No, I'm gonna stab your ass with bayonets until you're dead from it. When you go to a reenactment, it's a reenactment. It's a time (laughs) thing. You would not go to a fucking Civil War event dressed as a stormtrooper with a Confederate flag painted on the chest and be like, "I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier." (laughs) Pew 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 pew. No, you would. You wouldn't do it. So why do it at a run fair? Why are we? Why are we as nerds allowing this to fucking happen? And you know what really drives me fucking crazy? You know what really grinds my gears is when I see when I fucking see pirates, fucking pirates at a run fair. It is not pirates, but they don't have a place there. They don't look. The Renaissance fair, historically speaking, the Renaissance time period was was about I'm gonna have to fact check this about 200 years before English and the pirate event the only stead pirates that were around in the renaissance time were the fucking viking and what really happened with that was the fucking was and again I love the man and a great movie was pirates of the caribbean no no you know? not a great movie no <laughs> no not a great movie fuck the ride up fuck you disney fuck you johnny depp not a great movie. Fucking ruined my childhood. Fucking ruined the best ride in fucking Disneyland. Fuck uh, Johnny Depp. But no, so it's like it, like that 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 drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when I see a woman dressed in in elf ears. I'm 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 an elf. I'm here and I'm sexy and I'm an elf and I'm a warrior woman. Oh, it drives me crazy. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy. I gotta agree with the elf ears. Like I just want to snatch them off their head and like fucking you're wrong. What's your problem? Why you got these fucking ears on for? This isn't Star Trek. Nanu nanu. This isn't Star Trek. This isn't fucking D&D. This is fucking, this is a real life thing. This was a real time period in our history. Look, like, I'm going to stay on point with the Ren Fairs. Look, this is something that it's nerdy and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and don't ruin it and don't turn it into something it's not. Some Ren Fairs do it right. Like the Denver one out here, me and my cousin were looking it up because she hasn't been to a Ren Fair. She's mm-hmm. 15 going to her first one she's super geeking about it she looked it up they have different weekends they have pirate weekend okay yeah. that's cool I'm expect if i go this weekend i'm expecting pirates but they say on their website this weekend is pirate weekend one of my one of my, one of my favorite events was i was at this one run fair in san francisco and there were knights and they were doing real life sword fighting with full armor oh yeah um which is always fun to watch they do that they, and they used to do that in the uh the one close to town here too a guy broke character, the leader of this guild. Uh, uh, that's what they call themselves. Of people that work at the Red Fairs, you're in a guild. Yeah. And one of the one of his knights, one of his squires, came out in, in his perfect English accent, which I can never do an English accent, which um, you know always kind of hits my soul a little. But his squire came out, and he was he was talking mm-hmm. about, it, and he turns around to his squire, and he realizes that the sword he's holding was not uh, time correct, not uh, periodically correct, and he was like. He broke character and he was like, get that sword out of here. What are you doing? Like the guy knew, the guy knew that this was not, he wanted to show off a, how the Knights fought back in those days with mm-hmm. the sword they yeah. fought with. And, and then I enjoyed that. I'm glad he stood up for that. And then, and then they, they bring out the real swords, which are uh, big swords, monster swords, and they yeah, go to town on each other. And one of my favorite things that we haven't talked about is one of the biggest things <laughs> that always got me is anytime you go to uh, uh, the food area and get food oh, and yeah. you tip the people that work there. Please, I've worked the food there. I, I, I did a sausage all day long, a sausage like 
uh, stand. Yeah. Uh, and, and we work hard. We work very, very hard. Uh, the guys that work at Ren Fairs work very, very hard. But when you tip them, huzzah, huzzah yeah. for the tip. Uh, mm. <clears throat> that, that, there's nothing like it. There's no place in the world that's like a Ren Fair. And, and I just want to keep them magical and what they are and, and yep. fun. And, <clears throat> it, it, and that's my point. And, and that goes into the original point of all of it, which is – that is happening with the effect of the cons. All yeah. the other cons are getting so big and so convoluted that let's just convolute everything. No, let's not convolute everything, guys. Convolute. Let's go back. Convolute. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's go let's go back to our nerd days when when we had standards. Instead, instead of doing all that nonsense, let's go back to what it was: comic books. Yeah. And about the writers. Look, the writers of comic books are not famous, and they should be. But I would love to hear our listeners' takes on if you guys have ever out there who listen to us have ever been to a comic con or a Ren Fair or you know yeah, tell uh, us your 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 stories yeah please by all means I you know one of the biggest things and 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 this is something that me and Wild talked about off the air and this is something that I will <clears> be doing I we are on um, on Newgrounds I don't have an account so I don't get to see your guys' comments yet because I don't have an account which is really kind of fucked up that I'm on Newgrounds in a podcast but I don't have an account but I will be making an account probably tonight or tomorrow and I will be able to start commenting more so you guys will then if you want you could really message me on Facebook and all that stuff because um, I would love to hear you guys' things like you guys listen to us rant and rave I would love to hear you like read you guys' rants well, this and raves is, this, this is about yeah. this isn't just about us talking we're just bringing up you know, uh, we're bringing up stuff. The whole reason I, I want I wanted to put this podcast together, unite the voice of the nerd. You know, it's not just us. I want to hear what you guys want us to talk about. So yeah, definitely, definitely. We got lots of ideas coming through the woodwork. Uh, big ones, big ones, big ones, big, big ones. Season two is going to be a great season, and I and I hope that I will be part of it mm-hmm. much more than I was season one. Uh, again. It's Sunder needs to come back because I feel that he belongs here. Get your ass back here. <laughs> okay, this is something I did want to talk about, and it's something that I figured I I do as a part two on this one. <clears throat> and I talked okay. to you about this earlier, because um, Batman versus Superman came out recently, and it's a, a humongous flop. <laughs> definitely expected, yep. right? Right. Uh, from what I've heard, though, I guess Batflack did a good was probably the best part of it, which is kind of surprising to me. But no, not me. I, I've said this. I've said this before. I said it on Facebook. You know, I've got written documentation. I love me Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck could play the shark in Jaws, and and uh, convince me that he is a shark. Ooh. I love Ben Affleck. Fuck you. Fucking fuck everybody that. But fuck, fuck you. And I will say this. I haven't seen it yet, but if I see it and I like him as Batman. I will apologize. I'll apologize on the fucking air. You know, here's what you said. You said that you will apologize if Ben Affleck is amazing. I will publicly I, apologize. I don't know the guy's name who's playing the new Superman. Um, he played he played the last movie. Yeah, uh, and he's playing this one again. He's reprising his. I didn't care for him. I, there. I hated him. I hated him. I hated the direction they're going with Superman. Mm-hmm. I hated everything about. Him. I agree. And that's my. Th- if I go see it this weekend, and then we do the review for Batman, and we do a real review for um, with our opinions. If I if he if I feel he did a good job, I will publicly apologize. And this is what I'm asking the fans. Now that we have a, a Batman versus Superman, I want everyone to think about the old, like you know, from from the Christopher Reeves. Ah, uh, yes, 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 the yes. Christopher okay. Reeves Superman to you know the the, the the to nowadays they they kind of they kind of use the old theme song for Superman, you know, the old orchestrated song, uh, the main theme, and it's it's kind of become iconic for Superman. And if you haven't heard it, look it up. 
just look up man on YouTube or something Superman's theme. And I mean, it's it's something you've heard. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song, in my opinion. Let's do let's do Superman's theme versus Batman's theme. And I'm talking not no 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 Batman, not that one. I'm talking the the Tim Burton version, the uh, orchestrated Tim Burton Batman song. Which one would you guys vote for, the Superman or Batman? Oh, that's gonna be, see my vote. Fuck. All right, let me clarify this for my nerds out there. Wild, are you talking about what do we feel is more iconic or which one strikes our... Which one strikes your fancy the most? Which one do you personally like more? I fucking hate Superman. (laughs) I... I hate Superman. That's 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 We're a rant for a later one. day. That's a, that's a that's a rant for a later day, and I've got very uh, poignant arguments. But with that being said, his theme song, whenever he appears on screen or does something Superman, it's iconic. It's memorizing. It, 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 you you leave the theater singing it. In my it's opinion, beautiful. Where it's, it's very it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's almost up there so, with the uh, with the Imperial March from Star Wars. In my opinion, exactly, exactly. So my vote is for the mm-hmm. Superman one. See, I'm gonna be biased and say Batman. I'm gonna up the ante. So whoever votes like Superman, Batman. So whoever wins, like, since you chose Superman, if everyone votes Superman, I'll do something extremely goofy that you want me to do on the air. Oh, yes. And if everyone choose Batman, you know, if we got more Batman than Superman out there, you'll do, you'll do something goofy that I want you to do on the air. All right. Now, there's no cheating. I, I, you, can get people to, you can get people to vote, but you can't tell them to vote for one or the other. They have All to, right. It has to be an Don't. honest vote. So, all right. Now, how long are we going to give them? Oh, until the next podcast, or we'll give them to what? This is episode twenty-one. We'll give them to episode thirty. We'll uh, we'll count. I'll count them off the the uh, Newgrounds website. So, if people put it on the Newgrounds website, or I will put it on. I will count them off of the uh, the Facebook, which will be linked on the bottom of our Newgrounds podcast. Feel free to go there and. Make your vote, whichever one you like the best, whichever song, not character, which had the best. Um, so my plea to the fans out there, um, vote for me because I am. Well, they're not, not voting for you, Trump. dipshit. They're voting for <laughs> Batman. No, they're not voting for Batman. You're going to vote for Superman you're because for Batman. <laughs> you're voting for Superman. No, um, yeah, this will this will be a fun one. We've never done this before, so I'm I'm totally down. I'm totally okay with this. And you know, an example will be like, uh, I want you to sing uh, Poker Face in your gayest voice. <laughs> You know? oh, I can't sing. I cannot sing. Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's an example. So there you go. Uh, or, or you know, you, oh, it could, it could go. You, if you really wanted to go bad, eat a habanero pepper or something like that. Oh. If you guys want to hear us like make each other suffer or embarrass each other one way or another, which we're good at doing, feel free to vote for one or the other. And um, yeah, we'll def, we'll definitely get, uh, we'll definitely have some entertainment. So with that said and done, let's go ahead and uh, end the episode. We're glad you guys listened. Listen next week for episode 22. Yes, which should be a good one. And uh, as always, guys, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. Goodbye, everybody.